Hello beautiful people, thank you so much for tuning in. Before we start this episode, we'd really appreciate it if you could please follow or subscribe to us on your preferred podcasting platform and leave us a rating or review. Thank you so much and hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to Unapologetically Asian, the place where we talk about navigating through adulthood as Asian Australians. Today, you're joined by Twee and Tiana. Hi there. <laughs> Hope you guys are starting off your day or night with good vibes only, you lovely, lovely human beings. So the other day, we asked you lovely listeners for questions on our Instagram page at unapologeticallyazn. Come join the fun, guys. And we got some golden nuggets. We decided to group these questions by theme and today's theme is all about questions that guys want to know about girls. We've also gone to the classic Reddit to uncover some other common curly curiosities <laughs> that guys have about girls. Um, so buckle up guys because we're coming in strong with our first question which is all about dick pics. <laughs> <laughs> love that for us oh wow yeah so the question was um so is there ever a good time to send across a dick pic is there oh, ever a good controversial. time controversial toy firstly i want to ask you have you ever received a dick pic before if so what were the feelings behind it oh my god no i haven't surprisingly surprisingly why am i saying surprisingly but no i haven't <laughs> i have not received a dick pic i'd like to think that all the people that i have experienced you know relations with were sound-bited people and they just weren't interested in that life <laughs> what about yourself tiana i have also never sent a dick Oh, I've never <laughs> sent a dick pic. <laughs> oh God, I hope not. <laughs> You've heard it here first, folks. <laughs> no jokes. Um, no, I've never received a dick pic either. I think there's a difference. Like, there's unsolicited dick pics, and I guess there's dick pics if you fucking ask for it. Like, if you're in a relationship and you guys want to explore that sort of avenue and send each other risky photos, and yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. I think that's fine. If I was in that situation, then like, if I was in a relationship and my partner asked for one, someone who I was very heavily committed to. I like uh, not ask not ask me for dick pic, but ask for like nude photos. <laughs> Could possibly think about sending it across, but I'm talking about like if we were talking about unsolicited dick pics, like you don't know this person and they enter the conversation with a picture of their phallus, then <laughs> you know I don't. I personally am not attracted to that. It's like good morning to you. <laughs> <laughs> I would not be attracted to that. I would immediately think that this guy's a fuckboy and I'll bolt the opposite direction. If your intention is to break the ice, consider it broken. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I feel like if you are doing it without the other person consenting or saying, yeah, man, show us what you got, that is a bit of a worry there. Um, but, hey, each to their own, right? If Also, if you're in a relationship and you know, you want to send each other intimate photos, especially in ISO or whatever, then yeah, you do you. Like, good on ya. That's that's a good way. That's one way to get the juices flowing. <laughs> oh, you're nasty. All right. So moving on, which is something I don't want to do. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Another question that we received is how offended would you be if someone called your and like insert body part, but in this case, it's eyebrows ugly? Look, I don't really have eyebrows. It's like, I don't know what's going <laughs> up out there. Like on top of my eyelid, there's just a, like a bit of a patch. You know what I mean? It's very, it's very <laughs> yeah. light. You can kind of barely see it. 
So if someone mm-hmm. made a comment on my eyebrows, and like, sorry, my non-existent eyebrows or whatever the fuck that is on top of my eyelids, then look, I've, yeah, fair enough, man. I ain't like, fuck, trust me, <laughs> I probably have the same thoughts as you. However, if you comment on my eyebrows after I've put in so much fucking time to draw them on, perfect it, add that concealer on to make it sharp as a motherfucker, if you give me shit about that, mm, I'll, t- I'll take offense into that because <laughs> when I put effort yeah. into something and then someone comments on that, it's like, oh, are you fucking kidding me? Come on, please. I spent so much fucking time on these eyebrows. Please tell me they look good. <laughs> if a guy knows that you've put effort into, you know, putting your makeup on or whatever, I think it's cute when they say something like, oh, I like the way you've done your eyebrows today or, oh, your eyeliner looks on fleek. Mm. Like that, that feels good because they know that you've put effort into your appearance and they can appreciate that um so yeah that's on the on the flip side but then well I don't really put a lot of effort into my eyebrows so I would not really be offended to be honest I don't even know how to draw them on <laughs> you kind of get what you get you know <laughs> oh my um gosh. another question that we got was around why do girls wear so much or spend so much money and time on their makeup Okay, okay. Let me let me put it this way. Who are you trying to look good for? Myself. Oh, I would 100%. say yeah, 100% yourself, right? Yes. But then I do ask myself the question sometimes, right? Cuz I think about in the context of going clubbing, I would never ever go to the clubs without putting on makeup. Actually, no, I have done mm. that a few times, but then like not seriously go <laughs> clubbing properly. And if I do go clubbing without makeup on, I feel very very naked and do I care more about the judgment from the girls or from the guys if I'm being truly honest with myself I don't know interesting society has kind of like fucked me up a bit I put on makeup for myself and that sounds Mm. so cliched but even going to uni right like obviously there'd be some days where I just like chuck on a hoodie because I just don't give a fuck but there would be times where I'm like oh I want to dress up cute I want to like you know put on a bit of effort into my face (laughs) and it's not for anyone else but for myself because for me doing that is a bit of self-love it makes me feel empowered and I know that sounds really weird but it's like you're putting on like a superhero costume and you're ready to slay the day you kind of become a bit more confident in a sense it's weird um I've been doing it during ISO heaps Mm. even though I'm working from home I'll put on just a bit of makeup or I'd wear like a cute outfit and I'm literally not seeing anyone throughout the day I'm just doing it because I fucking can it's so funny um the other day I put on a bit of makeup and my friend Vito called me and then they were like oh did you just come from a date or something like a virtual date and I was just like no I just felt like putting on makeup and they were genuinely puzzled and they didn't believe me that you know I just put on makeup because I felt like it they literally thought like I was on a date or something and I'm like nah man I'm going to just put it out there. Makeup is very expensive. So if you see someone who has put in so much time and effort into beating their face, the worst thing that you can say is you look better without makeup on. Don't give us that shit. Compliment us on (laughs) how we look because that face costs time and it costs money. So (laughs) I always find it pretty funny when guys are like, Oh, I prefer a girl that's just natural. And then they show you a picture of like what that what they mean. And in my head, I'm just like, brah, you don't understand. There's actually makeup behind that natural look. Yes. Oh my God. Do you know what I mean? For girls to look natural, they still have to put makeup on, bro. Like, 
unless you're like blessed with the best, unless you are Rihanna or Kendall Jenner or something where you literally do not need an ounce of makeup at all to look on fleek, Mm. Most of the time, girls will probably have a bit of makeup on to elevate their features in a way. So other questions we got are kind of like related to friendships. So one of them is, why do you go to the bathroom in groups? If you need to go to the bathroom, there has to be at least one other person tagging along with you. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. It's just like a default thing. Except for that one time. We're... <laughs> okay, so Twee and I were pretty new to the rave scene and we went to our first ever rave last year, Shadows of Wonderland. And that was a fun time. And I just remember there was this point in the night where, you know, my mate Jimmy was like to me, where's Twee? And I was like, oh my God, where is Twee? And like, we just, we were in a tight little group. We're looking around and Twee has gone missing. She hasn't told any of us where she is. I was freaking out because I was like, wow, we are at an event. What if some guy has like pulled her aside and put her on her shoulders and it's, you know, she doesn't want to be there and she's up in the air somewhere. I was just... I was genuinely concerned. Oh my Next minute, we find out Homegirl has visited the bathroom without without a partner, without a buddy. Um, no, do you her. know what happened? Come on, Twee. No, 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 because <laughs> no, I actually didn't go by myself. My friend told me that he wanted to vomit. So I was like, holy shit, I need to take oh. you to the bathroom. But no, if I actually did need to go to the bathroom myself, I 100% would have been like, Tiana, where you at? I need to go to the bathroom. Like, come with me. <laughs> um, our next question is... So what do girls talk to each other about when talking about guys? Fucking everything. (laughs) Fucking everything. So I realise guys, when they talk about like their significant others to like their guy friends, whatever, it's usually like a quite short, well, from what I've seen, it's a very short conversation. It's like, oh, how's the missus doing? Yeah, good. And then that conversation ends there. But for us girls, or for me anyway, it goes very in-depth. I'm going to tell you that. (laughs) I'm going to fucking tell you that. (laughs) Just to give you guys an example, with the way Twee and I's relationship works, she will do her thing. She'll do her own thing, you know, whether that be on the dating apps, seeing a guy on a date, whatever. And then, you know, let's just say we link up throughout the week, we have a meeting or whatever. And then it kind of just naturally flows into something that's happened. It's not so much like, we don't really check up on each other, right? Like we don't, Mm. I don't really ever ask you, hey, how's it going with this guy? It's kind of like, if something happens, then you'll you'll let me know and I'll be like, oh, cool. Mm. Or like, we'll talk it out then. You know what I mean? Like Mm. it's, it's just very natural the way that these conversations happen. 100%. It happens all the time. You could be talking, you could be meeting up and talking about, a potential trip that you're planning next year to go to Canada or something and then mm. by the end of that conversation or the end of the time you'll end up talking about your like relationships or what's been happening in your life and mm. that could lead on for like another few hours or so so it happens we just need to like <laughs> when the conversation comes up about relationships we go in depth don't be surprised if you find out that your girl's best friend knows everything about you. Like, take that as a given, if anything. <laughs> Just imagine that everything, all the messages that you've sent through have been screenshotted <laughs> and sent to the group chat. <laughs> Just joking, just kidding. A common question that we got is, guys that want to know, what does I'm fine really mean? (laughs) There's different ways to interpret it, depending on how you say I'm fine. (laughs) Like, right, you can even break it down to that level because there's like, you know, the I'm fine with a full stop. If I say, oh, no, I'm totally fine. That's more casual than that actually means like I'm I'm G, I'm, I'm good. But you know you're fucked when you hear the 
I'm fine. If it's the I'm fine <laughs> with a full stop, you're fucked. Fucking run the other direction or you need to find out what the fuck's wrong because you are not fine. Armageddon <laughs> is going to happen. World War Three is going to happen unless you understand what I'm fine is, okay? <laughs> this winds up back to the... And why do girls expect guys to be able to read minds? Okay, my when it comes to the I'm fine full stop, if that happens, usually in that point in time, in the thoughts that's going through my head is like, why can't you understand what I'm feeling right now? Look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put up my hand and say that I've been guilty in the past of saying I'm fine. And I can understand why guys would be frustrated by that because they, it's that meme with Jackie Chan with his hands against his head where he's like, what? Like, so confused as to what's happening. And I can understand why that causes confusion. But I think in the moment, as Twee said, you kind of feel that's it. Yeah. I feel as though when we write I'm fine, we're too, it's too, like the heat of the moment, We've got too much going on in our minds. We just want to end it there. And then we use that time, like use it as a bit of a buffer to recollect our thoughts. And that's Mm. when the fucking paragraph comes afterwards. The reason why the paragraph doesn't come (laughs) first is because we use that I'm fine period to think about what we want to say. And then it comes afterwards. So that's what it is. It's just a cool down, a little bit of a cool down period. It's a tactic, lads. Yeah. (laughs) In war, we need a bit of a strategy sesh. Mm. And so instead of putting up, waving the white flag, we wave the I'm fine full stop flag. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but let let us flip that. What advice do you think we can offer to guys who are currently experiencing that and feel frustrated with the I'm fine or feel frustrated with that? Like, how can we help our homeboys out? Well, okay, so leading up to the I'm fine, I'm fine. Usually there's a question that that's asked beforehand by the dude for her to answer with I'm fine. So the question would be like, oh, are you mad at me or what's wrong? So if you know, like you're about to ask that question, right? Chances are you're going to get the I'm fine response. So maybe before that you can be like, all right, I know my girl's pissed at the moment. Something's wrong. Maybe even be like, oh, hey, I know that something's up. I think I might give you a bit of time. But if you could please let me know how you're feeling, what you're thinking, I'd really appreciate that. Instead of just asking blatantly what's wrong and expecting an answer straight away. Because we're not going to give you an answer. We're going to give you the I'm fine, full stop. And then the answer will come later. But then I guess if we're talking, if we're saying that there's a cool down period, then at least offer us the opportunity to have that cool down. Acknowledge that we need to have a cool down period or something like that. I don't know, I could be be completely wrong, but that's an idea. That's such a mature approach. I think it's all about giving your partner space to just kind of marinate in their (laughs) emotions and thoughts before, you know, you cook the chicken. (laughs) I'm hungry, I'm hungry, sorry. You're more likely to then approach it as two people who want to figure it out, want to solve the problem and are in that headspace to solve the problem rather than one person is just in the heat of the moment, not really understanding what they're feeling, what they're thinking and then another person who just wants to figure it out and, you know, that's when the expectation versus reality kind of comes into play and that's when you guys aren't on the same page. Mm. So just take that moment to just step back, have a bit of a breather, have a bit of a timeout, have a break, have a Kit Kat and, yeah. (laughs) yeah 100% let me give you a scenario lads and ladies so let's just say your girl is venting to you okay she's had a bit of a rough one and she's just telling you 
what's happened. The guy has asked, what do they do in this scenario? Do they go and help their girl out? Do they give their girl advice? Or do they just let her vent? What is your stance, Toy? Okay, when girls talk about their problems, we just want to vent. And our definition of venting is us talking until we can't talk anymore, until we've got everything that's bottled up inside of us out in the open. Now, majority of the time, we don't need opinions. We just need acknowledgement, like reassurance, like, hey, your feelings are valid. Like, okay, Mm -hmm. I see what you mean. We don't expect you guys to have the solutions to everything. That's what venting is. Just want to get it out there. I think if you're with your partner, you have hopefully created a safe space, right? And feels like, hey, I've got this little bubble where I can just talk to you and only you and I know that you won't judge me for anything that I say. Hopefully they understand how you tick and who you are. That's already enough honestly that's already fucking great like all they need is you to just be there to make you feel valid like what you're feeling is is right like if you're sad then hey man it's okay to be sad I honestly think guys tend to take on the role of the problem solver because it's kind of innate in them obviously if they see someone that they really care about or love that's sad they want to be there for them and try to solve the problem and make them not sad anymore but sometimes something just as simple as listening it goes a long way rather than having to go in and like save the day and be Superman and fight off Lex Luthor. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's kind of like a way for someone to vent their anger is if they were to punch like a punching bag, right? So you punch the punching bag, you let out all your feelings into this punching bag. The punching bag doesn't punch you back. It doesn't hit you back. It just takes, it just stays there and takes all the damage. This is like a sort of similar situation. Like, you know, we just... (laughs) Not using you guys as a verbal oh, no, punching that's terrible. bag. But it's kind of like, you know, sometimes we just want to release our anger, talk it out. We don't expect you guys to always have to say something back. Just be there to listen. Be there to take it all in. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Moving on, we're talking about attraction now. So, Toi, what is a body part that is really attractive to you in a male? I don't know. What about hey, Tiana, what do you find? Is there anything, a body part that you find attractive? I can't really think of one right now. I think a smile. A smile is quite nice. It goes a long way. Oh, yeah. Um, Smiles a nice smile. Gets the heart pumping. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Arms. I think arms are very attractive. Okay. Mm, Like, when a guy has nice biceps, not going to lie, it looks good. (laughs) (laughs) It does look good. Look, personally for me, the equivalent of a guy thinking that a girl's butt or boobs is hot, for me, is a guy's arms. Like if I had to pick, I'd probably say arms um, because it just shows that they take care of themselves. They don't have to go to the gym, but if they do, it's a bonus. Do you know what I mean? It's like, (laughs) it means they're strong. They can carry you Mm. around, you know? (laughs) For me, I think something along a similar wavelength would be their legs. Usually if you have strong legs, that means you do a lot of running. That means you either go for runs or you play sports. Usually a lot of sports players have really nice legs because they do a lot of running on the field. Or on the oh, court interesting. Or and I do like a guy who does sports. <laughs> what about like, do you check out a guy's butt or a guy's crotch? I don't think I've ever checked out a guy's package, to be honest. <laughs> I don't check out guy's packages, but I can appreciate a guy with a nice butt. Although I feel like a lot of guys have nice butts. Same. <laughs> it's unfair. It's How like, what? Fuck? It's a nice booty. You've been doing them squats, lad. <laughs> I know these guys hair a lot. They have nice hair. I saw a meme the other day that's like, you know you really like someone when they get a haircut and you still like them regardless. Really? I feel like when guys get haircuts, they always look good. 
Always. Always. Yeah. Well, that's a bit controversial with Park Seo Joon when he got his hair cut in It's It Wanna class. A lot of girls were not happy. But to be honest, I liked him with that hair because his character was so nice. And it's what's on the inside that counts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sure. Okay, so what is the most attractive trait you find in a guy? Their humour. 100%. If they're funny, 100%. Well, I'll drop my pants full of fucking any of them. Just kidding. Maybe not. <laughs> I reckon it's hard for a guy to make me genuinely laugh. I'm not gonna lie, I've done a bit of, I've done a fakey every now and then. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you faked it. Oh, you're so funny. <laughs> but if I ever find a guy who can make me burst into tears laughing, I will want to marry them. Like, 100%. <laughs> anyone with good humor, you can find us at unapologetically AZN and um, at Twee. Just add her. <laughs> no, but honestly, I feel the same way. I think someone who has a lot of wit can play a long role with the punches. Someone who has a lot of banter in them is quite attractive to me. And I think it's a two-pronged sword. I don't even know if that's right saying. Apologies if it's not. On the one hand, they're extremely funny, which is fantastic because it means that you're there for a good time, my friend. But on the other hand, it also shows a bit of intelligence, right? If they're quite quick mm. with their witty remarks, it means they're quite smart. And that's another thing that I find really attractive in a guy is if he's hella smart. I love it. It means that you're going to probably have some really interesting conversations. It means that you can kind of understand each other on different levels. It means that you can learn something from them. And that's always mm. fun. And they can probably learn a little thing or two from you as well. And that always makes a relationship really interesting and fun and exciting is if you can learn and grow with your partner. But yeah, like definitely intelligence is another sexy trait in a guy, I reckon. Let's move on to some random fun ones. Another question. Do girls poop, Twee? No, we don't. We don't. We just fart rainbows and that's it. Moving on. Next one. (laughs) Moving on. What does it feel like to have your period? Oh, dear baby, sweet Jesus. This is how I would describe it, okay? Imagine a truck, but this truck has sharp knives, just many sharp knives on this truck, okay? This truck has set out a target, and that target is your girl's belly, okay? The truck then rams into the belly 10 times, 10 times in one second, and it just continuously stabs her in the stomach. That is how a period cramp feels, okay? And... (laughs) women have to go through this on every month i know that the question that i get a lot of my guys friends asking is is it okay for a guy to say something like oh my god you're so moody it must be because you're on your period right no i'm sorry it's not okay to say that to a girl who is currently having a truck with a thousand knives stabbing her in the stomach it's just not okay (laughs) it's only okay for the girl to admit that because sometimes I do think I'm a lot more moody during certain times of my period cycle and I can totally attest to that but I'm allowed to say that you're not. Um. So yeah those were just some really fun questions that we had um, and that we also found around what guys are commonly thinking or wanting to know <laughs> more about in the opposite sex. Obviously don't take these as Bible because we don't represent all females on this earth. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully you found this episode nice and fun and light. We wanted to put out some content that would brighten up your day, something easy to listen to, especially whilst we're going through this period of blatant uncertainty. I feel like we use that in every episode, so take a shot every time you hear us say that. Anyway, we're moving on to recommendations. This is a segment where we talk about anything that's keeping us sane through isolation, whether it be a movie, music, book, 
anything that is ticking all the boxes right now. So Tiana, what is your recommendation for this week? Thank you, Tweet. My recommendation for this week is Shannon Knoll's discography. Now, Shannon Knoll, for those of you who don't remember him, he is a bloody Aussie icon. Um, he was robbed of the Australian Idol um, from Guy Sebastian. He's just a bloke. He's just a bloke and a half, uh, a real lad. You know, I say discography, but I only know about two songs <laughs> on the top of my head, and that is Lift and the other one is What About Me. And look, if you are feeling down, if you're feeling shit, if you just feel like you need a bit of motivation, I guarantee you, say, hello, Google, please play Lift by Shannon Knoll guarantee you it is a vibe and a half you're gonna feel lifted you're gonna feel lifted <laughs> no nah, real talk though he's he's just got some good vibes there so it's fun to listen to and Twee, what about you what are you recommending for the listeners this week thanks Sienna. um so i've also got some music recommendations this week as well um so i've got an album from victoria monet called jaguar super good love her voice very soothing but also very like sexual got to give the power Ooh. back to the women <laughs> i love Ooh. it um my favorite song from the album is called dive definitely check out the lyrics to that it's <laughs> something else but it's some good shit and i've also got another song recommendation it's just a single song and it's by a dominican born italy-based singer-songwriter and her name is yendri and the song is called nena so n-e-n-a she did a cover of it on colors which is like a channel on youtube and fuck me it's so so good the song itself is so catchy just makes you want to like bust out a move but yeah definitely recommend checking that out wonderful 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 we'll definitely check that out so thank you for listening guys i hope you enjoyed the podcast and the episode and that you took away some interesting insights and point of views of the curious species that is the female um you can catch us on apple Podcasts, spotify Castbox, and google Podcasts. if you also had the time we'd really appreciate it if you could leave us a lovely review on apple Podcasts as well and we're also on instagram at unapologetic apologetically a z n come check us out we've got some fun content coming your way mm-hmm. anyway that's all for today thank you so much for listening and we'll catch you guys in the next episode Bye-bye. bye bye